Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. It's going before 11 o'clock. You're going to be hearing from a sugar daddy, a man who likes to date younger women for money and has gone on to set up a new website. So if you're interested in getting paid to go on dates with older men who can spoil you and lavish you. Details on the way shortly, right now that we do this every Tuesday at 10 o'clock. We like to uh, test your ability at being able to separate fact from fiction and see how good you are spotting when somebody is lying to you. It's poker face, someone comes on and tells you three stories about themselves. Two are true, one is a lie. And joining us this evening from True Tides, they've just released a brand new single last week. It's called I Can't Wait. It's available on all your usual platforms to listen to uh, online and on air here. We might give it a spin here in a few moments' time as well. But we're delighted to welcome on to the show, Kim McSweeney, sir. How are things? Hey Cormac, I'm good. How are you? We can see you. You can't see us. Apologies, <laughs> we, we've no cameras, but you're looking great, and the hair is fabulous. Yeah, I really want to touch it. <laughs> That's what she said. It's gotten a bit long over lockdown in fairness. I, every time I see someone with curly hair, like you know, like yeah. big kind of curl, curls, because I have really straight, boring, flat hair. Yeah. I just want to get out of the car and touch it. Yeah. That's it. I know it's inappropriate. I know you're not allowed to do that, from, especially from, now. From, uh, from two meters. Have you got like super long arms? Can you, can you do she has a big long pole with a hand see, on sorry, the end of it. And she's just there like stroking someone's head. They're like, what are you doing? Oh, that's just Saoirse with the hair thing. Yeah. Couldn't be smaller if I tried. But anyway, Keen, um, thank you for coming on and uh, partaking in Poker Face tonight. Oh, thanks for having me. It's fun. Should I, is this like a lie detector test should I grab a Fitbit or something if you have a Fitbit that would work as well yeah Yeah, we've got some shock collars we can throw out to you as well and we'll we'll see how we we get on with that but how have you guys been getting on over the last 6 to 12 months yeah I mean it's been a crazy year um, even I mean around this time last year we released um, Survive our single which has since gone on to be nominated for a choice music prize which is amazing so it's been unbelievable in that sense but obviously like that came out in a lockdown, um, you know, and everybody yeah. was trying to figure it all out. And it was, uh, you know, strange times. And it really seemed to connect with people, I guess, the message of that song. And uh, so it's been great in that sense, but obviously crazy in other ways. I mean, there's no gigs. We can, we couldn't go out and play to people. But uh, but we've been really thankful that like um, it's connected with so many people that music. Yeah. And now we've I Can't Wait coming out. And, we you know, we managed to work away. And this song was finished over Zooms just like this. You know, so that's hilarious. So, like, 
when you say it was finished over Zoom, are you all recording separately or working with producers and songwriters separately and kind of figuring out, like, okay, I'll go re-record this and send it to you, or are you just working on the lyrics together? Like, that almost be a very strange puzzle to put all together. Yeah, so, I mean, usually I'll kind of start the song, so I, I would have started the song in my own studio space and kind of half demoed and produced yeah. a bit of it as well and with you know the lads over zoom as well kind of sending them bits but yeah, yeah. it was pretty much like that and then we got some fantastic producers involved this uh new guy sean murray down in cork uh who uh basically yeah just sent them the stuff on email like we haven't even met in person which is totally nuts to think about that somebody who's done such amazing work on our song we haven't even met he in works person, with your baby and you haven't even shook hands with him you're like oh god <laughs> Like, yeah, birth to the baby and haven't even... (laughs) The metaphorical song, baby. This is... Yeah, I'm going too far with that one. But um, (laughs) uh, we had uh, Cormac Butler as well, another fantastic producer in Dublin, did some amazing production on it too. And yeah, and then sent for mixing again all over the internet. But we we couldn't be happier with how it turned out. It's It's been amazing. I love it. And then your new single that you only released there on the 19th of February last week. Very cool. Yeah, I love it. Fresh off the press. What's or the reaction been like so far? It's been incredible. Um, yeah, straight away it just connected with people. I mean, I guess maybe the clue there might be even be in the title of the song. <laughs> like, I think everybody's probably finding themselves <laughs> saying, "Yeah, I can't wait for something," you know. But um, it's been amazing. It's getting loads of radio, which is fantastic. And thank you guys for having me on too. Uh, no worries at all. So the reason we brought you on is obviously to see how good of a liar you are. And if you've just tuned in, we play Poker Face on a Tuesday at 10 o'clock. I guess they're going to tell you a couple of things, three things. Two of those things um, are true. One is not true. And it's your job just by listening to Kean this evening to see if you're just able to tell via subtle changes in his voice or the words he's using or whatever it is. Are you able to spot when he is uh, lying versus when he is telling the truth? So, Kean, um, would you classify yourself as a good liar? I'm a terrible liar. No, oh, no, it's going to be so easy then. Good li- I'm too, I'm too honest. I'm too honest with people. <laughs> That's a first. But I'll try. Most people say the opposite. They say, "Oh, well, I'm actually okay at lying." Yeah, which um, so we'll see. Anyway, no one can, as you said, see your face right now. So you have a huge advantage that way. Like, yeah. do you have a specific tell? Like, some people obviously would get very red chest or red, you know, start sweating or whatever. Or do I you, look down, I look away. I can't. So she plays contact. with her hair and looks down to yeah. the left. It's like, no, yeah, I totally sent that email. That's fine. <laughs> Did you? Mine's way more basic than that. You guys have pretty good poker faces by the sound of it. Usually, I'll get to a point where I just laugh and and tell tell the person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, try refrain from doing that tonight. Yeah. Please don't ever have have me as a witness to something you did, or you know, you know, I'm not going to help you bury your body. I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's not buried up in the Wicklow. Oh, no, I'm sorry, he totally did it. My bad, my bad. You got me. I'll, I'll give you the money back. Don't worry about it. I know you tried to bribe me, but happy days. Right. So, uh, Keen has got three uh, stories about himself, or and he's going to tell them now. And then your job is just text in WhatsApp one two or three to oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four when you're kind of fairly confident that when you don't believe in one of them, when you think you've got the one. That that he made up. So listen, Keen, are you good to go? I'm good to go, yeah. Okay, well, give Let's us the this. first story you have there. Okay, well, I'll try to do these somewhat uh, chronologically, but uh, when I was... At, when, so back in primary school, I'm sure a lot of us would know about the nativity plays and all that, so it was a big deal in our school. And uh, they they had, like, the local church booked out, you know, huge, huge place, and... I was Jesus Christ superstar and I ended up making the headlines Jesus pulls a sickie in the local newspaper which 
crushed my little soul <laughs> when I was a kid. So it was this huge build up. And uh, just the night before the big performance, I got violently ill and they had no understudy. And the poor kid had to go up and he ended up crying the whole way through the performance. <laughs> the guy stepping in for me. No. And yeah, I had the added insult to injury that Jesus pulls a sickie was the headline. And I've been hearing it ever since. Oh, my God, that's amazing. I hope this is true. That's a great one. Fingers crossed that that is true. Okay, uh, Jesus pulling a sickie back in the nativity play. And that'll teach them for not having an understudy trained and ready to go yeah. as an eight-year-old. Yeah, you should always have a backup. <laughs> you know, like, what kind of production is this? <laughs> Terrible. All right, second story. Guy. <laughs> second story is a funny one. So um, myself and my brother went on, a, on an old trip to the States there well back and we went to see Conan O'Brien's show. And we were there at the live show and queuing up with all the other people. And this person beside me uh, heard the Irish accent. They were American and they tapped me and they said, you're Danny, aren't you? I'm like, what? Sorry, what? You're Danny, you're Danny from the script, aren't you? And I was just like, uh, no. Now, my hair was a lot shorter at the time. It's not, it's not, it wasn't this curly. It was, a, it was a lot straighter back then. I was like, no, 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 I swear I am, I'm absolutely not him. And they're like, oh, you know, and then they kind of gave me this knowing look and kind of like, Finger up to the lips and went, oh, oh yeah. He's denying it because gonna, he doesn't want people gonna, to know. You're going to sit, you're, you know, you're one of those, you're going to be planted in the audience and you're going to come out and you're going to sing <laughs> something, aren't you? And I was just like, for real, I am not. <laughs> I swear to God, I am not this. And it was just, yeah, it was just absolutely mad. They, Keep, they couldn't convince him. Went in, there we went. And I'm sure they were fiercely disappointed when I didn't jump up and, and yeah. break into Together We Cry or something. But yeah. Keen, how tall are you? That's uh, five foot eight, last time I checked. Because yeah, Danny from the script is like nine foot, isn't he? Oh, he's a very tall man, I think. Yeah, he's huge. Right. Yeah, but, but the, sure, you know, yeah. they're probably just seeing They wouldn't know. They wouldn't know these things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we only know that because he's Irish. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You wouldn't, if he was American, you wouldn't know that he's that tall. You haven't seen him going around the local but, centre. Oh, no. There he is now himself. Fair play to Danny. Good man. <laughs> okay, so the first story... I think it was just the Irish accent and, and yeah, we, we were dressed like we were in a band, so that might have been it. I have to say, though, I like I've been in the States where people do actually turn around and tap you on the shoulder. Oh, Are you yeah, from Ireland? Irish. You know, wow. you'd never get that here. No, we you wouldn't. Oh my God, you're American. Someone. We'd be like, get out of the way. For God's sake, <laughs> yeah. you're holding up the whole street. Please move and stop paying with change. Pay for your pints with notes. Thank you very much. Uh, okay, the first story, uh, primary school uh, getting sick the night before the nativity play and uh, Jesus pulling out the second story there an American thinking that they were, he was Danny from the script going into the Conan O'Brien show. Third story, so yeah, this is an interesting one. Um, so I was on my J1 and uh, I was playing in this house party and there was this knock on the door. We were like, oh God, you know, we're playing till all hours and uh, neighbours coming in. We were like, oh, we're in trouble here now. And then uh, suddenly this, this older gentleman answers the door and says, hey, uh, what's all the noise here? We're like, oh, sorry. And he goes, um, no, we like the music. We like the music. Will you, will you come and play a party for us tomorrow night? And we were like, ah, sure, why not? You know, bit of crack. He said he had a nice condo or whatever. So a big gang of us anyway ended up going to this guy's place. And it turned out he was um, the head of mission control for an Apollo space shuttle mission. And yeah, I ended up playing a house party for that guy and sharing a Cuban cigar with him. So that was, yeah, that was fun. Now, I don't want to be bad or anything, but the first thing I heard inside my own head there was bullshit. Uh, come on now. Until I don't believe that one. 
Okay, I do believe that. Reason being, I was in the States and I've told you this story a million times. I somehow managed to get myself into Jeremy Renner's house. The actor, the Hollywood actor. What? Yeah. yeah so and he managed to get himself into her pants as well. Which is no, crazy. he didn't. No, he didn't. So I was, I was in a hotel and there was a band playing and I had one or two fizzy drinks and I kept shouting, play you too even though like Maybe it's I not the, it's not the I'm not the biggest U2 fan in the world but anyway they were like oh you're Irish got talking to them the lead singer was friends with Jeremy Renner said there was a house party in the Hollywood Hills the next day there was only four of them and mm. invited me there was four mm. of them and oh Jeremy Renner was one of them and the other guy that was there was um oh one of those wrestlers one of those wrestlers. It was like, it wasn't Stone Cold was Steve Austin, it was wasn't someone else Dwayne like him. Dwayne Johnson, was it? No, it wasn't Dwayne that Johnson. I swear to God, I have a picture to prove it. Well, I, we none of us have ever seen this photo either, Keen. So I mean, it's on my Instagram. Oh, is it on your Instagram? It is on my right, Instagram. Sure yeah. is. Uh, hang on, now are you? Are, 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 is this also part of the segment now? Where you tell <laughs> no, or? but I'm just saying. It's been lying for years. If I was able to muster my way into, inside his house then surely you were able to do the same. Okay, okay. That's good logic. So yeah, we'll see if I was a good liar or not now. This is the Indeed. They were good stories. They were very good. Sersha, what are you going with? The first story is about the, the, the Jesus Christ nativity play disaster. The second story about being mistaken for Danny from the script at a Conan O'Brien filming. Or the third, rocking out at an Apollo mission controller man's house. I'm going to say number one is the lie. Reason being, I don't think as a child that that will be in the paper. I don't think Hang it would on, have been that big. Read a local newspaper, they're just, struggling for stories. I don't think they would do that. And they would they want to ruin an eight year old's life. They're not like, gonna shame yeah. a child. Of course just, they are. Where have you been? Well maybe back in the day they would Oh there's photographers and local paparazzi outside the house going, There he is, he's not even sick. Do you have any comments? Um okay, so if you're listening and you think you have an idea which one is fake, let us know what up is in one, two or three. Is it the uh, pulling out of the nativity play and then crushing um, getting another person to do it for him and that person was crying and it hit the papers the next day in the local the local newspapers down there. Um is it being mistaken for Danny from the script? Is it randomly being asked to play at uh, someone who worked for NASA, the head of mission controls, gaff party the next night? One, two or three, just WhatsApp it in. 0876797104. Sirsha is going with the primary school Jesus Nativity Play story. Yeah, I'm going to go with the first story. I'm just going to go for my gut reaction straight away was the, the NASA thing. It would be very difficult, I think, to make that up off the spot. But you know what? I was just like, ah, come on now. He's a creative genius. Who knocks in and says, <laughs> what are you doing? Come on over and play tomorrow night. Right. Uh, hang on there, Keen. If you can, can you hang on for two moments there? I can indeed. Lovely. Hang on. Hang on there a second. WhatsApp is in. What you're What you're feeling is uh, is 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 a lie this evening. The first, second, or third story. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Twenty four golden now. Three two one. We'll read out some of your guesses next. You're listening to the Room One Hundred Four podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM One Hundred Four. Tuesdays, we play Poker Face. It's a very simple game. We bring a guest on, they tell you three things about themselves. Two of the stories are true, one is not true. And your job is to try and figure out which one of those stories is absolute BS this evening. Joining us from True Toys, they just released their brand new single last week. It's called I Can't Wait. Um, is Keen the lead singer? Keen, how are things? I'm good, guys. I don't know why I'm nervous now. My heart's going here. Dun, 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 dun. There's so many messages coming in. And dun, 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 dun. No I one like is going to be found out or something. <laughs> <laughs> be cancelled now tomorrow. Cancel, Kian. 
No one is saying the same thing. Yeah, it's a good spread. That's we know when you've done mm. a good job, Keen. Can you recap the three stories quickly there again? Yeah, so the first one was Jesus Christ Pulls a Sickie, where I got sick uh, the night before the big nativity play and it ended up in the local newspapers. The second one is being confused for Danny from the script at a Conan O'Brien showing. (laughs) And uh, the third one is playing at a NASA mission controller's um, Apollo spatial missions party. So, yeah. Cool stories. Very cool. Yeah. You're saying... (laughs) I'm going to say the first one is a lie. I'm going to say the third one. Uh, Wayne agrees with me. Wayne is like, third one is absolute BS. Jacinta says the first one. Who is saying number two? Daryl has said number three as well. Amy's also <clears> going <throat> with number one with me. Katie out in swords is like number two. The story about the getting mixed up for Danny from the script. Um, f- yeah, so it kind of spread all over the place. Most of the text, no one's honing in on one story. So good job so far. But um, two of the stories are obviously correct and right. Two of these things did happen happen to you so just without revealing which one is made up will you tell us and reveal to us one of the stories that is actually true is actually true yeah yeah i'm <laughs> oh, sorry it just went funny there um so yeah the uh nasa space shuttle controller one is true i Damn knew it. it i knew it Damn these it. things these things happen Damn yep. it. It, it, was, it was so random i'd say surreal as well i can't believe that that okay totally take us surreal. through that it like in the condo and photos all over the wall there he was it was just unbelievable and he had this senator friend who was with him it was mad it was mad look and then they were like hey and if you guys ever get any trouble from the local police here here's the police chief it was just like wow mission beach in san diego it was just nuts absolutely nuts a pure chance great night (laughs) that is insane that is the best story that we've ever heard on poker face Hands down. So what was his title oh, in NASA cool. again? He was like the head of mission control. He ran wow. the space shuttle mission. Tell me, yeah. tell me you asked him about aliens. About what? Aliens. <laughs> aliens. <laughs> yeah, I think come the end of the night we were seeing them anyway for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a little green man here. Wow, that's a great story. We're not aliens anyway, we'll tell you that, Senator, okay? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine that, we are all we legal. We, we have our, our uh, visas or anything. <laughs> yeah. no. We have all our documented uh, <laughs> paperwork here that we need. Thank you and good night, sir. But can you please pay us cash? Because, uh, anyway. Um, damn it. Okay, right, I'm done and dusted. Sasha's back in the game. It's either yes. between the first story about the Jesus Christ superstar pulling the sickie at the nativity play back when you were a kid in primary school or being mistaken for Danny from the script over at a Conan O'Brien filming in uh, the United States probably New York I think that was uh, taking place in right so is Saoirse correct and right um, tell us Keen, which one of those things did not happen which is the BS bullshit story being mistaken for Danny from the script did not happen but it did happen to my brother Connor who was at me so I, that's why I was able to tell the lies oh, oh, so we're sake. both right genius <laughs> oh, sorry we're both wrong both wrong yeah Ah, so the nativity play did happen, and Saoirse, you were right. I was traumatized by that headline. My God, that's horri- that's child abuse right there. So the, the local the local paper went with a, a nice spread about you pulling out a nativity play. How old were you? In fairness, it was hilarious. <laughs> what a headline! <laughs> Do you still have a copy of it? 
God no. Uh, I would have framed that's that. Something Someone my mom would have kept. Does, so. I know Someone your mother does. Your does. your mother tells you no, but she has that in a shoebox <laughs> up in the in her room somewhere, ready and waiting she takes to go. Has a little giggle every now and again. Oh, hundred percent going. Yeah, she's. If you ever get too big for your boots, now she'll whack that out and go. Listen, let's bring you back down to earth now. Don't be at that stuff. Remember, when you let us all down at the Jesus Nativity play. My God. <laughs> Right, so that's uh, two very, very interesting true stories. They're very impressive. Very, very impressive, yeah. Um, uh, You're who, a good liar. Yeah. Someone, Katie out in swords, well, I think. It was almost a truth, so yeah. that's how you do it. Tips to anybody else who's coming on, guys. Yeah, I think, think so. The, the people who are able to do that borrow. borrow from Or the do what I did bit. and completely lie about your age for three years and then yeah. drop Reveal it, it on Poker Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, uh, yeah. Oh my god The revelations <laughs> That's what I did Yeah, like he was Nadine Coyle or something <laughs> Exactly like Nadine Coyle uh, He thought I was way younger than I was though And that was the unfortunate thing Until I showed you my passport And you were like You're that old But oh it, it was mad god. though Kim, Because like she used to come in every day And eat with a bib And stuff like that She just threw me <laughs> She was there Had a little, little table That wasn't and... a clue no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just like Hang on a second What's going on uh, Anyway listen Fair play to you sir You've fulfilled most people this evening Thanks a million for popping on And um, before we uh, before I let you go we're going to play out the new single Can't Wait Now in a moment but where can people find you online and get your music and support you guys this year yeah so all of our um, social media handles are True Tides Band so that's you know Facebook Instagram all that and we have truetidesband.com there you go go support and uh, the lads fingers crossed we'll be back live gigging sooner rather than later but Keen, thanks a million for popping on and before we go will you do us the honour now of uh, introducing your latest here on FM 104 I will absolutely thanks guys for having me and one thing I want to say is we're just encouraging people to share something that they can't wait for at the end of all of this uh, by sharing the hashtag I can't wait a photograph of what you can't wait to do or people you can't wait to see so um, I'm Keen from True Tides and this is our new single I can't wait nice one thanks a million man you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong FM 104 spoke to Keen there who was on to play Poker Face if you want to go support some Irish music this year again True Tides music on all your social media platforms support the lads and uh, you might even see them fingers crossed at a gig I don't even want to say that I'm just going to break my own heart at soon you will see them at a gig in the future yeah. we just don't know how soon that future will be how sound was he Dear oh bang God. on yeah um, so uh, still to come on the show by the way in the next 10 or 15 minutes you are going to hear from a guy who is a sugar daddy he likes to date younger women for money think, doesn't think there's anything really wrong with it thinks it's very good and misunderstood and has now set up a website so if you want to become a sugar baby as a young woman and earn a bit of extra cash on the side maybe you can do it obviously post-COVID unless I wonder can you do like a sugar Zoom baby how miserable although that would be handy imagine getting a couple of hundred quid that's what I mean like sit at home like it's the whole idea of maybe turning up and agreeing to something but when they see you maybe they want more and mm. then it gets really awkward whereas so if it's over Zoom you're quid. just like, yeah, yeah exactly I, I find it really strange I can't get my head around it uh, anyway, we'll be chatting to that gentleman uh, in about 10 or 15 minutes time all about uh, sugar babies and sugar daddies and all that weird world that, that it is. And then after 11 o'clock, pigs playing video games. Why and how is that actually possible? We'll be chatting to a veterinary professor who has done things like that with them before and control all the leaders on the way at 11 o'clock. Lewis Capaldi, before you go, that's on the way next here on FM 104. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. As you're here on Room 104, about 10 minutes time, you're going to hear from a sugar daddy about why he likes to pay for dates and why, you know, he thinks women should do it and earn a bit of cash from it. And he's set up his own website that aims to pair 
Sugar Babies with Sugar Daddies. We'll be chatting to him very shortly. Now, though, how... Uh, you're terrible at these, but, you know, Saoirse's bad at, at these movie quote quizzes. Mm. But um, if you're listening, you might be able to do a little bit better. So we're going to do tonight, for a one-off, a three-word movie quote quiz. Brilliant. Okay, let's just set the scene now. Your job is to guess the movie that I'm talking about and I will give you three words or less. Now, I'm really bad with names of humans, names of songs, names of films. Mm-hmm. Very bad. I have a really bad memory. I'm always known for having a terrible memory. Um, a lot of people say that I am 60 years old in my ah, memory no, 48, game. 48, 48. No, my memory game. Yeah. No, it's really bad. Okay. Well, then these things will help, but uh, you can give uh, Saoirse a hand if you think you know the movie that I'm on about 0876797104. Three words or less is all I'm giving you. So if you think you know and you know your movie's inside out, Let's see how we go. Would you like? Shall I start with an easy one? Shall start. Yes. Now, uh, this I would say is a very famous and very easy one. You should get this, and you should get this movie. No problem. Hasta la vista, baby. Hasta la vista, baby. And the movie is. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> the movie oh, is. Oh, Sylvester Stallone. Oh no, hasta la vista, baby. Um. Oh, Rocky. Oh no, it's not Rocky. Are you being not honestly? You're not being you're putting no, this I'm on there. Seriously, um, no. Hasta la vista, baby. Um, I'm actually going to annoy myself doing this. Uh, Please text it because I know you're screaming at the radio here in the car, driving around. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Pull over! Needed. Pull over! Please, come please on! Help. You know that one. No, I know it, but I can't think of the name of it. All right, we'll move on. Okay. Um, Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. Yeah. What's the movie? Uh, you have to the Lion know that one. King. Day! <laughs> <laughs> seriously? I know, I'm sorry. Someone's just Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, I've lived a very sheltered life. <laughs> I have not watched any mo- Ding, movies. ding, ding. So the, you've gotten The Lion King, okay? The Lion King, yeah. Right, here's another three-word one that I want to see if you can get. Okay. What's what's the movie? Box of Chocolates? Um. Don't say, don't say, I know this one. Um, don't. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm blanking. Tom Hanks. Yes, Tom Hanks. Um, correct and right. Well why done. can't I think of this movie? And I flip and love it. And actually, during the summer, me and Tara had a fight because she'd never seen it and I got really annoyed. Forrest Gump. Way! Ding, ding, ding. Correct. Sweating. And right. I still don't know Austin Lovey's movie. <laughs> Sorry. So you got Hakuna Matata, you got a box of chocolates, yeah. Hasta La Vista. Okay. Um, right. Someone tell me about Hasta La Vista, baby, because no one's messaging it in. There's people writing in and deleting their messages. Now I want I want confirmation. Okay, what about this one? Three words. Okay, I got the answer to the first one. Thanks to Mark. And now Sandra. Terminator. And Stephen. How are you, Stephen? Is it the Terminator or Terminator? Terminator 2 Judgment Day would technically be... Okay. The movie. <clears throat> I, I wouldn't have got that as that bad. Yeah. I've never seen it. <laughs> You've never seen Terminator 2? Never. Oh, God, that's a cinematic classic. Sorry. All of the other Terminators are hero- her- horrific in comparison to it. Wait, I don't know what you said there. <sighs> did we did we move on from... The last was a box of chocolates, yeah? Box of chocolates, yeah. yeah. Next one. Yeah. Uh, slightly more difficult, but an, I won't give you any clues just yet. Right. Bimbo's Burgers. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Burgers. Mm-hmm. Bimbo's Burgers or oh, phenomenally famous Irish actors in this it's an Irish movie uh 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 uh, uh. Stephen knows it Bimbo's Burgers there's a famous scene this is from the scene where a kid comes up Snapper no incorrect Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one four. I know you're listening to this and you know it and you're, you're upset and angered at Saoirse's lack of uh, movie quote knowledge. But it, it's an advanced one. This is like an applied higher level movie quotes. It's a, a three word movie quote quiz. So if you can guess the I movie know it. with three words or less. I know it. The van. You, turn your phone over because people are messaging you now. People they? are not. Turn your phone over. No, no, throw your phone away. No. Throw your phone away. Okay, Mark, thank you. Mark, you're going to. No, no help from Mark now. Andy is. No fine. help from Mark now. And, or Andy. Andy, yeah. Okay, Mark and Andy, stop, stop messaging there. me. No, just I appreciate turn your phone it. Over. Just, where's your phone? Look, look at all my... Okay. It's turned over. Lovely, yeah. The van. Can't I did be, know that. You cheating on the quiz. You, no, you didn't. No, I did know no, that. You yeah. didn't. Did, yeah. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Okay, uh, here's the next one. Yeah. Where is she? Where is she? <laughs> what? Where is she? Why is she a little, a little boy from the UK? Because is it, is, it, is it Harry Potter or something? Where is she? All right. No, it's not. Where is she? Is it a horror? Uh, nope, it's not a horror movie. Is it a scary film? Mm, it's not a scary movie. Where is she? Uh, is it an old film? Uh, define old. Like, is in 90s? No. Newer than that. So it's noughties? Yes. Early noughties? Uh, mid. Great movie. Very famous director. Very famous cast. Nope. Pass. Help me, by the way. I can't even pick up my phone. I won't let me. And you've taken the text line away. From the screen, she can't see it either. We'll get to them in a second. Give me some. Give me some clues. Where is she? What genre? What genre? Genre. Uh, comic book genre. DC. So I haven't seen it, obviously. 
I think you should have seen this. I think everyone would have eventually seen this movie. One of the greatest movies. Star Wars. No. We'll move on. Uh, I know that I, I'd imagine that should be easy enough, especially if I tell you that it's a comic book related one. It's a very famous scene between two very famous actors. You could say the greatest hero and villains of all time. Batman. Yes, but... Batman Returns. Technically not Batman or Batman Returns. That's not the name of the movie. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, how am I meant to know the Spider-Man? No, no, you were right with Batman. Batman. What was, what was it? It was the Christopher Nolan one. Dark Knight There Rises. you go. Ding, ding, ding. Never seen the it. Dark Knight. Um, correct and right. Okay, this one. You might get this one. This is another classic. Uh, Hello, Clarice. Oh. Two words now. Do you know the movie? Hello, Clarice. Yeah. Is this another sci-fi? Mm-hmm. Hello, Clarice. Oh, do, 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 do. I feel like I know. Is this, is this Die Hard? Nope. I know this one. Genre. It's my favourite word now. What's the genre? What's the genre? <laughs> genre. I love a bit of genre in the morning, you know. Just talking through my genres. <laughs> uh, I've got too much genre in here now. It's amazing. Give me a clue. I'm doing good at this game now. Um, Clarice. Hello, Clarice. Hello, Clarice. Is Clarice like a sexy secretary? No. Is Clarice a man? Nope. No, don't know. It would be a psychological thriller. One of the most famous famous psychological thrillers of all time about a serial killer. Psycho. No. Everyone knows this is an easy one. This is up there with Hakuna Matata. It was not a cartoon. Hello, Clarice. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. <laughs> no. If I told you the actor, you'd probably get it straight away. Go on. I'm not telling you the actor. I probably won't, though, because it's me. Was it Anthony Hopkins? No. I'm blank. 0876797104. Anthony Hopkins said that. Give me the name of it. No? I mean, not the name, the first letter. <laughs> That's. No. Uh, hello, Clarice. You have to know I do I know, know it. You. I do know it. Hello, Clarice. You're looking for a man in his late 20s. Blah, blah, blah. Hello, Clarice. Another famous quote from that movie. I know you're listening and you know it. Please send it in WhatsApp at 0876797104. But they are sending it in, but you won't click on the bloody yeah, WhatsApp. Just, so listen, we'll, even... just, we'll just see. We'll just see. We'll just see how well you know with, uh, oh, on your own before you get help. La- last couple. No. The last couple here, okay? Last couple. I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> Sorry, I try and relive the moment. I'll be back. Oh, is that... um? Back to the Future. No. I'll be back. Star Wars. No. It's some crap like that. I'll be back. I don't know what it is. Is okay. it an action one? Yeah, it is, yeah. Why Die Hard? No. That's your favourite film. That's why I keep saying it's it. It's not my favourite film. Yeah, it is. Um, What other action-y ones are there? Stones. <laughs> okay, we'll move on from that one. The last two... I got family. No. I don't know I that. I got family. 
Now, I will give you a clue. The I Got Family one is probably from one of the... It's an action movie, but one of the biggest franchises of the last t- 10 or 20 years. They they just don't stop making these movies. They probably should, but they just keep them going. Um. I got family. I got family. The one with Will Smith. No. I'm talking like... What pa- was the Will Smith one called again? What one? The one that Will Smith is in. The, f- the ba- franchise Bad Boys. one. Oh, yeah. That was only like two. There's been like eight or nine of these, and there's probably going to be another eight or nine more. Oh, God. I got family. I don't know. And then the last one this is a one word movie. Yeah. One word quote. What movie is this from? Wilson. Wilson Castaway. Ah, oh, ding, ding, ding. Correct and right. Yeah, we're Love only. love that film. You're only just uh, missing out on Hello, Clarice. I'll be back, and I got family. One of those is a trick question because you've answered it already. Did I? In another movie. Listen, uh, if you know those ones, I'll be back. I got family. Hello, Clarice. 87 You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. Play Blue, you can see what takes your fancy at playblue.ie. You know you want to. Coming up in the next five minutes, you're going to hear from a sugar daddy. He likes to pay younger women for dates, says it's absolutely fine and more people should get involved. With it, and if you're looking to earn a bit of extra cash as a sugar baby and as a young woman, maybe it's something to be interested in. But listen, you can let us know your thoughts on that in a few moments. So I'm getting back to some of the uh, movie quote quizzes here. Sirish is terrible at movie quotes, and so we just decided to make things a little bit harder tonight. And it was a three-word movie quote quiz, so she had to try and guess, and you had to try and guess the movie quote quiz in under three words or less. And you weren't doing too bad. You got Hakuna Matata, which was? The Lion King. Hasta la Vista. Baby. Yeah, which was? That was the one I didn't get. But you got it in the end because someone told Term- you what Terminator, it was. Yeah. Terminator, box of chocolates was. Forrest Gump. Uh, Bimbo's Burgers. This is where I wasn't sure about the van. The van, yeah. yeah. Loads of people sent that in. Uh, where is she? Where is she? Silence of the Lambs. No. Where is she from the Dark Knight? You're reading the cheat answers in the wrong order, so If you're going to cheat <laughs> with the messages being sent in. For God's sake, Mark! Hello, that's Clarice is Silence of the Lambs. That's what I thought. Where is she? Silence sorry, of the Lambs. Sorry. Hello, Clarice. Oh, is, is that yoke? Uh, I'll be back. Uh, the Terminator. Hey, well done. <laughs> I got family. The Fast and Furious. And Wilson, you got which was? I got, yeah, Castaway. Uh, and the last one, you got mail. Oh, you didn't give me that one. I know, yeah, I just stuck that in at the end there. You got mail. Yeah, do you know what movie that's from? <clears throat> My Mark. <laughs> he's, he's currently typing. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be back to you in due course. Yeah, you don't know that one. You don't know the movie that I got mail is from. The phrase is that 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 rom com stupid one. Yeah. Oh, oh. It's another Tom is Hanks it, one actually. Is it Tom Hanks? Yeah. Love actually. No. Uh, is it the mermaid one with Tom Hanks? The what? one where the wife is the mermaid. What? Yeah, he's lifting her up and she's a mermaid. What? Yeah. She's a human mermaid. That's a weird one. Patrick, thanks for that. You've got got mail. Yeah. (laughs) Trick question. Trick question. Sleepers in Seattle? No. Um, Maeve got a couple of them right, a couple of them wrong as well. I'm I'm having a friend for dinner is Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, and that's one of the best quotes at the end of the movie when he finally gets out. Uh, The Godfather, Goodfellas. I can see when you probably thought I got family is the Godfather. Um, And... 
uh, oh, good Tom fellas, Hanks and Meg Ryan. I watched that. You've I, got Meg. I, I watched that with Tara. It's yeah. a terrible film. Is that the one where she owns a bookshop? Yeah. Then he comes in and destroys her business. Yeah. And then they wound up falling in love together. And they fall in love and it's so cheesy and it's just a terrible Not film. Not even cheesy. It's, it's really... No, it's cheesy. It's horrible. It's, it's about uh, placating yourself to your oppressor. It, That's what it is. Yeah. It's but not real Let life. your business get destroyed by a man and then hook up with him because you're a worthless woman. That was the message I got from that movie. I Meg could have done I, better. I barely watched it. I'm not going to lie. <sighs> is there a movie called You've Got Mail? Hey, there is. Yes, there is, Dave. Yeah. Jesus, between the singing voice and the lack of essential movie knowledge, blatant abandonment. Oh, so I never said I was talented, Paul, okay? I never said I was talented. I would hate to be talented because then there'd be so much pressure on me oh, to God. do better. Oh, okay? Funny. I just never try, try, never fail, never be disappointed. I do try, and that's the sad thing. <laughs> oh dear, Paul. I try my best. Paul, thank you very much for that. Um, Layla, what's the story? I know the answer. Silence of the Lambs, whatever it's called. Uh, that is, yeah, Silence of the Lambs. Fast and Furious, Carlo. You got nailed that one, Carlo. And the other ones, you got the van, Silence of the Lambs, Terminator, Sam. Thanks for that. Bimbo's Burgers and the van. Have you seen the van? You probably haven't seen the I, van. Have I, you? I don't think, lie, don't lie no, now. No, I think I have seen it. I Not recently, Amazing though. movie. Not recently. The little kid comes up to the van, he's like, do you have any chocolates? And Colomini's like, what does that say? I, no, I did see Bimbos, it. what? Burgers. I did, I, I did see that, yes, yeah. I did. Uh, do you know what? They should start putting these types of films on Netflix. I'm sick of the tripe that they have on. Especially when things are like two star. Mm. Why are you putting on a two star film? Get a decent they're probably, one. They're probably cheap. They're probably cheap. Put all those up. Uh, anyway, well done on those. You got. I don't even know if you passed, but I did pass. Just about. I definitely got at least fifty percent. Better than I thought. Right. Actually. Just about. Anyway, coming up next. What are your thoughts on sugar daddies and sugar babies? If you don't know what it is, a sugar baby is somebody who gets paid to go out on dates with men. Apparently, not prostitution or ex- escorting. You're just getting paid for your time to go and keep somebody company. I genuinely think I'd be a really good sugar baby. I think I'm good company. Yeah, um, you can make thousands per month going on random dates with very rich, usually older gentlemen. And uh, we're going to be chatting to somebody next who is a sugar daddy. He set up a brand new website meant to be safer and more, uh, you know, appropriate and better for for finding slightly younger sugar daddies and older sugar babies. It's a weird, weird, weird world we live in, but we'll be chatting to Seth, who runs a sugar fetch website, next here on Room 104. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104. It's Room 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. Now, ladies, uh, listen up. Would you, to supplement your income, maybe if you're in college, you've considered doing this before, would you become a sugar baby and have a sugar daddy pay for things for you to go on dates, to maybe bring you places, to live in the lap of luxury? Would you consider it, ladies? Let us know. Have you or do you know of someone who is actually engaged in this? And what are your thoughts and opinions on it? 87 Saoirse, sugar babying daddying. Uh, you know, I, I've obviously never done it. I've heard of people, I think about 10 years ago, it was nearly a big thing in Dublin. A lot of um, colleges kind of, uh, there was word coming out that they were trying to fund their degrees and stuff by being sugar babies. I've nothing against it, but I don't know if it would be for me, probably because I have this idea that it's, a sexual thing when I don't think it is. Um, yeah, that is one of the um, ideas behind it that if you become a sugar baby you're expected to have sex with a sugar daddy. At least those are some of the ideas that I thought it was. Anyway, what exactly is this whole industry and this dating um, and what are some of the misconceptions by it? Uh, joining us now who is from a, a new website called Sugar Fetch which has just launched to try and uh, match sugar babies with sugar daddies. Seth Sokolov, sir, how are you? 
Doing great, doing great. Thank you so much for, for having me on, uh, Cormac and Sersha. Um, definitely, uh, you know, check, you know, checked out uh, um, your some of your podcasts and your really, really fun stuff. Um, especially like the one with the, with the shock collar. And it's, you know, somebody gets a someone's done his homework. Someone's done his homework. Uh, it's usually me that gets shocked, um, which yeah, is, isn't surprising. But uh, just getting back to sugar baby, sugar daddy, the whole kind of concept of this—is it a sexual thing, or can you just explain exactly what you have? Done. Yeah, you know, so sugar, so sugar dating is dating. You know, so you know, it's, you know, it's a certain form of dating where you know, generally, um, you know, sugar, sugar babies and daddies, you know, could be you know, um, each either men or women, but or of any age. But generally, you know, uh, men who are you know, more experienced in, in their careers and dating um, you know, women you, you know, who are younger and and coming together and, and pampering one another. You know, so you have the uh, you know the sugar babies who um, you know, can soak up the, the mentorship and the attention and boiling from the older men, and, and, the, and then the uh, you know the guys get a um, get, take a break from the you know, otherwise uh, you know stressful stressful lives. Consider, you know a little bit of a, like a fantasy world that's actually real. I mean, I don't know if I would be able for it. Like, is it's not a sexual thing? I assume. Well, you know, so so you know, so sugar dating is is dating, and you know, so they're. You know, often you have full adult uh, relationships with you know, everything that's that's entailed in that. We spoke about this before, Cormac, where we've actually spoken to sugar babies who have come on the show, who have kind of discussed being just a friend or a companion to, to sugar daddies. And maybe they're brought for dinners and given gifts and things, but they were very much, it's non-sexual and it's just you know, transactional, I guess, and you know, a little bit, as you said, the guy had a very stressful week at work and just wanted to go out for a dinner. You, you have that, you know, that, that kind of re- um, relationship or, you know, where, you know, it might be you know, more, you know, dinners and such. And then, you know, others, you're going to be more kind of like, you know, traditional dating, just, you know, just between you know, somewhat of, you know, an age gap couple. Although I do see, you know, some, um, something that, that I'm, um, you know, personally you know, trying to create more of is kind of uh, younger sugar daddies, which you know, I think might break the stereotype a little bit, but uh, guys in tech and, and finance, just kind of you know, nerdy guys like myself who you know, can kind of you know, have sugar dating as, as a venue to you know, to start you know, learning how to, to um, speak with women and, and meet women. And then you know, there's, you know, there's also um, you know, kind of breaking the, the stereotype of, of sugar babies being, being college girls as well. You know, I think a lot of women in the um, late 20s to, to 40s may not realize that a lot of sugar daddies actually want sugar babies who are a little bit closer to their own age. So what has been your experience with it? Like, do you have multiple sugar babies? Is it one for a prolonged period of time? How do you, have you been managing it over the last few years? Yeah, well, I think, you know, in, in general, um, you, you've kind of got to have multiple sugar babies just because, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're younger women and, you know, they've got a lot going on and, you know, they can be, um, uh, so, so I think, you know, if you want to have um, regularly, you have, you have to go out on dates with when you want to, you've got to, you probably want to have multiple sugar babies. But, you know, for me, you know, it's both kind of how I, um, you know, it's kind of a you know, career focused, you know, nerdy dude. It's, it's kind of my entree into the, into the dating world for the most part. And then I also just, I really love uh, sugar babies as kind of these you know, the types of women who you would otherwise be kind of unattainable for, for a nerdy guy like myself. But is it the fact that like, you don't want the attachment, you know, or do you actually go out with these girls or have you gone out with any of them? You know, I'm sure you, you, you've been dating around. You're kind of, as you said, you, you might have a few sugar babies. But have you ever fallen in love with any of them? So, you know, it's, you know, it's a, you know really, um, you know, kind of, you know, certainly some you know, deeper 
um, relationship, certainly. And and then when we talk about, let's say, on the money side of things, how much would it cost? Let's say I signed up to sugar a, dis- a sugar dating website, and I kind of I don't even know what you say hire or pair with a, a sugar baby. How much is it going to cost me? You know, so so right now, you know, we're, we we've got you know introductory uh, membership of. Uh, just you know, ninety nine per month, um, and that kind of gives you the your membership to where you can speak with our our sugar babies, and that's what's really unique about us is that we video verify all of our sugar babies. So you know, other you know the older sugar dating websites, they're filled with all these scams, and I mean you see it in the news that dating websites in general just you have lots and lots of scams and fakes. But sugar dating more so because of kind of the um, the the, the um, financial aspects of it, and so you know, so we actually you know, video verify over live video all of the sugar babies, and so so that kind of gets you know sugar daddies access to you know our you know verified um, sugar babies, um, and and then you know sugar babies are you know for their. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 